For tonight's message, we are going to have just a brief scripture reading from the Gospel of Luke, and then throughout this service, we will continue to trace the story of Jesus' suffering and death from that gospel. The words will be on the screen. You're welcome to uh, pick up a Bible in the bench and follow along also if you want. Just these two short verses from Luke 23. Hear the word of the Lord. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour, for the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. This is the word of the Lord. So we're going to start by talking about darkness in this message, and then we'll move on to talking about light. Jesus is hanging on the cross in these couple verses that we read, and, and then it talks about from the sixth to the ninth hour, which probably means very little to most of us, but it's from about noon to three o'clock. From noon to three o'clock, this great darkness comes over the land. And the word there is actually the word we get eclipsed from, but this is not... This is not anything like a natural eclipse you may have seen or heard of. For one thing, all the, all the moon and planets are in the wrong orientation for this to be a natural eclipse. But much more than that, this is a different kind of darkness. And when it says this is a darkness that cover, covered the land, that word there can mean a small part of land or the whole earth. We're supposed to have this picture at least resonating in the back of our mind that, that in these three hours, the whole globe... The entire planet, everything, is covered in darkness. We are supposed to understand that this is a massive, weighty, one-of-a-kind depth of darkness. It's an indication of something more than the physical. It's an indication of spiritual darkness, of, of the truly terrible things that we know that other people do and the truly terrible things that we, that we ourselves do, even though we don't always admit it to ourselves. This is the darkness of evil and sin. This is the darkness of God's wrath and His rejection of all that is not as it should be. This is the darkness of, well, it's the darkness of damnation, the darkness of hell, of total separation from God. And Jesus, as he hangs there on that cross, he is, he is pulling all of that darkness into himself to take it away from us. And I want, I want tonight to give us a cosmic picture of, of a little bit of what that's like. You've probably heard of black holes, and, and black holes are stars that have collapsed in on themselves, and they are incredibly dense, incredibly heavy, of, of a weight that we can hardly understand. If you take a look at your pinky finger and look at the, the fingernail on your pinky finger, and you look at that, a black hole is so dense that if you smash the whole earth down so that it would fit on the end of your pinky finger, that is how dense a whole black, a whole black hole is. There is incredible weight there. There is so much weight that even light can't escape the gravity of that collapsed star. And spiritually, Jesus is exercising that kind of gravity in this darkness. Jesus has such power that he is pulling our guilt, he is pulling our punishment, he is pulling the darkness away from all of his people, and he's pulling it more and more into himself. 
Not that he becomes guilty, but that he takes on our guilt. And all the things that all of his people have done and all the, all the wrong things that you have done, even the very worst of the worst, at that moment on the cross, Jesus is pulling that into himself with all the spiritual gravity, the weight, the power of the Lord himself. And he is, he is doing that in such a way that because of Jesus' suffering and death, because he pulled that darkness into himself, the Lord no longer sees our darkness. When he looks at us, when he looks at us because of Jesus' work on Good Friday, the Lord sees his good and perfect children. Because of Jesus' work that we remember in the darkness tonight, our darkness is gone forever. And that brings us into the light. Jesus takes on our darkness, and then he brings us into the light of God. Let's go cosmic again. Sometimes stars collapse in on themselves and become black holes. But there's other times that stars explode. There is this perpetual battle with stars between gravity as their mass pulls them in, and these nuclear explosions that provide light and drive them out. And sometimes those nuclear explosions get out of control, and they ramp up and ramp up, and there comes this point when the star explodes. It's a supernova. It is the biggest explosion we know of in the whole universe. And the light of a supernova is amazing. It's almost beyond measurement. It is light beyond comprehension. Next to a supernova, our star looks like, our sun looks like nothing. And that is the kind of light that Jesus brings into our lives. It is beyond what we can comprehend. He takes away our darkness and he gives us something incredible and amazing and beyond it all. And the way this text opens that up for us is it, it shows us a picture of this curtain in the temple. And the temple had lots of different parts, sort of concentric rings, if you like. And, and certain people, if it was our church building, certain people would have to stay outside. And some people could come in the first set of doors. And some people could come in the second set of doors. And a certain number of people could be in the sanctuary. And a smaller number could be up here. But there was a final place at the very heart of the temple, the Holy of Holies, where only one person could go and only once a year. And there is this heavy curtain that hangs there that that keeps God's presence away from the people because they couldn't handle it, because God's presence would burn up these imperfect people. But when Jesus dies on the cross, the Lord himself rips, rips that curtain open. There is this explosion of access to God's presence that, that even now, even now God comes into our lives and and no matter where you have come from today, no matter where you are with the Lord, there is this offer for you that, that he will take all of your darkness and he will bring you into his wonderful light. We gather in the darkness tonight in part to remind ourselves that we are broken people. We gather in the darkness because we have darkness in our lives and, and often in our hearts. But more than that, we gather tonight in the darkness to be reminded that Jesus has taken on our darkness, that he has taken away our guilt, that he is working to bring us to himself. And, and so we are reminded tonight and every time we gather as God's people that there has been this explosion of grace, that God is present to you, to all of us, 
at this very moment. The darkness has been overcome. The curtain has been torn in two. The spiritual supernova of Christ's grace is here even for us. Even for us. We have been moved from darkness to light. Let's pray. Father, as we gather tonight, we don't want to confront the darkness within us. We want to insist that we're okay and and that it's those other people who need Jesus. But Lord, we all need you. And so we come just as we are. We come just as we are to seek your grace. Lord, we pray that tonight, whether we have whether we have believed in and belonged to you our whole lives or whether we are still skeptical, that you work in our hearts, that you show us your light and take away your darkness. And Lord, we pray all this in your name. Amen.